Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with white bands, except no white bands as always, but back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Welcome back to season five, you guys. I'm so happy that I was able to take some time off in between season four and season five just to kind of curate and get some information and get some um, some watching done and just be able to put together some stuff, curate some of my uh, my episodes, make sure that they're already ready, cue them up, ready to drop for you guys so you guys get another fun, um, I don't know, I don't know if you're having fun, I don't know, like are they impactful episodes? I don't know if they're impactful, but just giving you guys some new content, something different um thank you for all the listens that you guys have given me up to this point thank you for all the support that you've continued to give like i said i can't imagine that we're at 80 episodes well this would be 81 because it's the first season their first episode of season five but um so excited so excited and ecstatic to have you guys back with another awesome season of the show um so today's episode since we're talking about first right because it's my first episode of season five um today's episode is actually going to be called hooked on anime shout out to hooked on phonics uh back in the day for those of you who don't know i'm a little bit uh, well i'm not old i I think i'm seasoned or i'm not even seasoned at this point yet i'm still i'm still you know i'm still young you know i'm saying i'm 32 um but uh hooked on phonics was the was kind of the thought process for this i said hooked on anime hooked on phonics hooked on phonics was um, a popular phonics program that helped teach millions of kids to read since the 1980s i didn't know it was still a thing apparently it is still a thing and i even looked it up they said that hooked on phonics was legit i don't think i did hooked on phonics i don't think there's any wrong anything wrong with it i just i never did it but anyway hooked on anime so um obviously as the the episode or the title um it illustrates or kind of you know kind of proactively kind of tells you ahead of time um, what the episode is going to be about this is a hooked on anime which is the first episode will have you hooked so i could have went with hook line and sinker i just thought about that literally off the top of my head i probably should have went with hook line and singer hook line and sinker that probably would have been a little bit better but either way it goes we're going to talk about some really dope anime um, that will get you hooked on the first episode shout out to david love i believe from black otaku queen anime group on um facebook a lot of this stuff um i've i've kind of already tried to do this i try to give people shout outs when i see good content and i see some interesting things um that i really want to talk about and this is one that really kind of stuck out and because it was again first episodes i thought this would be a really dope topic to kind of jump into season five with um but before i get into that as always i want to thank you each and every one of you for listening and sharing the show without you guys this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding if you're not already following me on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 there you'll find updates and news in regards to giveaways and upcoming episodes as always the standing giveaways at this point is if you want anything if you want like a sticker 
just reach out to me on one of those social media handles and let me know, you know what I'm saying, where you are. And I have no problem sending it to you domestically for sure. Internationally, we'll try to figure that out. I'm still working on some merch. Once I figure that out, guys, I promise you, I will drop a link. I will let you guys know how you can go support your boy so you can rock your own Anime Talk t-shirt. I have an Anime Talk t-shirt um, that I really like, that I'm really proud of. I'm just trying to figure out a way that we can mass produce it and kind of get it out there um, to where everybody can get one. Um, so in the meantime, like I said, stickers as the giveaway upcoming episodes i got a lot of good stuff coming up uh, make sure that you follow me on those social media handles so you can figure out and be kept abreast on what's going on on anime talk um let me know when you guys follow if you like or dislike an episode because i love interacting with you the fans as always there may be spoilers ahead so you have been warned shout out to the homie alejandro so um Let's go ahead and get into the episode. So, like I said, the episode hooked on anime or hook, line, and sinker. Should have went with that. Or hook, line, and anime. That's even better. Hook, line, and anime. That would have been ten times better. I think I'm going to go with that when I actually produce the episode title. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and, like I said, jump into some anime that I think the first episode will have you hooked. So, let's go ahead and jump into it. The first show um, on the picture uh, was actually... The Promised Neverland. So you already know how I do this, guys. Uh, the show, the rating, the number of episodes, when it aired, and the first episode summary is going to be the change here. So I'm going to be talking about the first episode summary for some of these shows. They're not really spoilers, obviously, because they're the first episode. So they don't necessarily like spoil the show. Um, you're going to watch the show, and if you've already watched it, you already know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't watched it, I'm not spoiling anything. Just watch the show so you can see what happens on episode two. Um, so the first show is uh, The Promised Neverland. Like I said, a rating of 8.55. A uh, number of episodes it has 12 for the first season. I'm going to exclude and never going to speak about the second season um, because I've heard bad things about it. And I don't want to spoil my opinion on the show. I don't want you guys to spoil your opinion on the show. I'm going to watch it. And I'm, I feel like I'm going to dislike it because of all the hate that I've seen for it. I feel like I'm going to dislike it. But I'm going to watch it just to see what all the hubbub is about. Um, but we'll see. Um, it originally aired January 10th, 2019 to March 29th, 2019. Um, so again, shout out to my, my anime list. Um, I always, you know, reference them because they have some really dope information. I got some of the information for this episode. I guess I should have led with that. I got some of the information for this uh, episode from a couple of the shows, wiki. So shout out to fandom, um, Wikipedia and things like that. Um, and obviously just, you know, straight off the dome, some of the knowledge of the, the extensive knowledge, I guess you could say that Matt St. Jack has in his head, um, and in his repertoire. All right. Sorry. I'm taking a sip. Uh, this was really good. I got a nice Japanese whiskey. Um, that I'm sipping on today so I'm feeling feeling pretty good so um, let's go ahead and jump into the first episode summary of The Promised Neverland so The Promised Neverland um, so if you haven't really watched this show or you've never really heard of this show um, the synopsis of the show overall is there 11 year olds Emma, Ray, and Norman live with 35 other children in an orphanage the place while isolated from the outside world is like a safe haven for the children they spend their days playing in the woods and having fun growing up together but not is all not but not all not all is what it seems hold on but not is all as it seems in the orphanage okay i don't know why i couldn't read that um and once the truth is known there is no turning back so 
this um the first show or the first episode of this show basically shows um emma who is one of the main characters in the show in a house mom role helping younger kids with their shoelaces and generally caring for the other orphans um we meet their mom their quote-unquote mom isabel at the very beginning of the show um they're basically playing tag all the kids are playing tag and kind of running around you know saying that they're it except for norman which norman is i think he was sitting there um he wasn't really interested in what was going on i believe he was just kind of sitting there i think he was reading the, a book or something like that um and basically he was talking about what the outside world might be like and things like that because again they're just on this orphanage um one of the kids is actually going to be adopted um, on that very day. So everybody's kind of excited about that. And she's basically, you know, crying and talking about how she is just, you know, excited to be able to, you know, go and, and go, you know, grow up and things like that, be adopted and go live this life outside of, um, outside of the orphanage. And that's what everybody is anticipating or, you know, they think that's what's going to happen. Like, they're like, oh, well, yeah, like as you get a certain age or, you know what I'm saying, as things kind of happen, Obviously, you're at an orphanage, so parents are going to want to adopt you. And so everybody's excited for her. She's getting ready to get adopted. So Connie ends up leaving and she ends up leaving one of her uh, her stuffed animals, which I think it was called Little Bunny. Um, and when she leaves this uh, the stuffed animal, Emma's like, oh, man, like we got to go get, you know, we got to go give her this bunny before she leaves, because if she leaves, then she's going to end up, you know, she's going to end up missing one of her favorite um, stuffed animals. So Emma runs. Now, at this point, there's a gate that's there. Um, and so she's running to the gate. She ends up going there and she ends up jumping into, um, you know, she puts this, this, I guess this little bunny. So like this stuffed animal um, in the back of a, in the back of like a truck, Um hoping that you know connie will eventually end up finding it so what ends up happening is when she gets up in the back of the truck she ends up seeing uh emma ends up seeing connie's lifeless gray body um and basically we find out that she is dead like she is honestly it looks like she's been like deprived of all her I don't know like I wouldn't even know what you would call it but she looks like basically the life has been like completely sucked out of her body and they are like what in the world ends up happening obviously Emma is scared at this point Norman was with her um they both struggle to muffle their screams of terror as the monsters discuss how the kids are being raised as high quality meat for rich and powerful monsters um so at this point, basically, Emma and Norman's entire world has been shattered, revealing the terrible truth of their lives. They eventually escape from the corridor, running back to the house as Emma collapses with a mournful scream. Um, that night, she and Emma are discussing what to do next when Norman um, suggests that they should plan on escaping. Emma is reluctant at first, not wanting to leave the other kids there to die, but Norman assures her that it comes down to a strategy much like tag and chess. Emma seems to be briefly comforted by the thought as the episode concludes with Isabella holding Connie's little bunny, seemingly recognizing that someone was sneaking around. So if that's not like... I don't know if that's not a good, you know, kind of cliffhanger just to make you watch the rest of episode or the first season. I don't know what is. Um, again, this is not a spoiler in any way, shape, or form. This is facts. Like, this happens on the very first episode. There's no spoiler or anything like that. Um, and I think the episode's number is 12 
10:45 is the first episode. Um, so yeah, it's a really dope episode, really dope show. Like I said, the first season has been absolutely amazing. I suggest that you watch this show if you haven't already, just specifically for that. If you like that synopsis, then go watch it. I'll usually watch everything on Crunchyroll. Shout out to Crunchyroll. That's another one, man. I've been looking for an affiliation for Crunchyroll for so long. Um, but yeah, shout out to them. Um, but I watch it on Crunchyroll. Absolutely dope. I absolutely love Crunchyroll. I suggest getting Crunchyroll uh, membership if you don't already have one. But if you don't have one, no problem. Go on there and watch it anyway. I know there's a couple of other places that you can watch um, that you can watch it as well. But that's just where I prefer. But yeah, please make sure that you go watch this show because absolutely dope like i said if that synopsis doesn't get you hooked and doesn't get you kind of curious on what happens in the rest of the show you definitely i don't know what to tell you because you you clearly weren't listening go back and listen to that again because it's absolutely dope um so the next show that we're going to talk about um is attack on titan i've talked about this show before everyone that knows me knows that i really enjoy this show um i've done a couple of episodes on this shout out to the homie evan um with remember the titans the episode that we did i think last season um but talking about attack on titan i love it we're currently in the hiatus between like the season, final season, part one, part two thing that they did. They're trying to like drag this out. There's rumors that we're not going to get it anytime soon. I'm like, why not? Let's just go ahead and wrap up the show. I, I'm not a big manga reader. I know it's a quick rant. I'm not a big manga reader or manga, however you want to say it. I'm not a big manga reader or manga reader. So I'm not necessarily watching or reading ahead. I'm just watching the show as it's coming out. So I just want to go ahead and finish it. That's that's where I am right now. Like we've got some really good content. I see where we are right now. I'm just waiting for the rest of the show. But um, this is specifically talking about the first season. So rated at an 8.53, 25 episodes originally aired April 7th, 2013 to September 29th, 2013. Um, and so let's go through the first episode synopsis. So for over a century, humans have been living in settlements surrounded by three 50, 50 meter um, gigantic walls, Wall Maria, Wall Rose, and Wall Cena, um, which prevent the Titans, giant humanoid creatures who eat humans, from entering. Aaron Yeager of the town called of the town called the Shin. Okay, I said this Shin Shinigishima. Shin, shin, nope, Shig Shigna Shiganis Shigan district you know i'm gonna push right on past that i i practiced that before i have i actually read this but then i forgot so that district um which is he wishes to see the outside world by joining the scout regiment as he likens living in the cities to livestock despite this his friend mikasa ackerman and their mother carla Jaeger are against him joining the scouts. Even after seeing the scouts return home with large casualties, Aaron expresses his interest to join, which impresses his father, Grisha Jaeger, who promises to show him what lies in their basement once he returns. After Aaron and Mikasa rescue their friend Armin from a group of delinquents, the colossal titan, a 60-meter um, titan, suddenly appears and knocks down the gate at the district which lies in the outer edge of wall maria allowing smaller titans to enter as the town erupts into mass panic aaron and mikaza 
run back to their house only to see Carla pinned under their collapsed house. As a smiling titan approaches them, Carla begs them to flee, but they refuse until city guard Hans um, arrives and assures them that he will defend them. However, as he charges toward the Titan, he is overcome with fear and takes Aaron and Mikasa away. Aaron watches in horror as a smiling Titan eats Carla. So, again, I know it sounds like a spoiler, and I know you're going to be like, dude, you just told me everything. That's the first episode. Go watch the first episode. It's important. And actually, side note, there's an even more important part because I didn't even know this. There's a really cool, or I mean, that's obviously that's not really cool, but there's a cool aspect to this just because of a part that you actually get to see later on in the show involving said Titan, the smiling Titan, I guess that you that you see. So this is another really good show. Again, I can't talk about it enough. Attack on Titan has had like the industry like by the gonads like this whole time. It's it's really good. Mappa has done or Mappa or Mappa, however you want to say it. They've done an amazing job with the animation for this show. Um, the way that they 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 uh, they they drawn the characters, the way that they've built this storyline, the way that they've built this uh, ecosystem, this community, this universe, this world even has been absolutely amazing. It's dope, hands down, amazing. Um, you need to go watch it. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing with your life? I don't know. Go watch the show. It's really good. Um, but uh, the name of the episode, I believe, is To You in 2000 Years, The Fall of whatever that word that I can't say part one. Um, so again, it's a really, really good episode. I suggest that you go watch it again. This tells a lot about the first episode and about the show kind of setting it up. You get to learn, like I said, a little bit more about the scouts. You get to know about the Jaegers as far as, um, Aaron and Grisha and Carla. You also get to see Mikasa or Mikasa, however you want to say her name. Um, and understand how Armin also plays into this trio of, of Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin. Um, so you get to see a really, you get to see a nice little core being formed in this very first episode. And then once you see the Colossal Titan, then you're like, what is about to happen now? Because why is he so big? And <laughs> what are these naked humanoid creatures running around eating people? Why are they here? It starts all those questions in your head. And again, it does a really good job of kind of throwing you into a show and then kind of peeling back the layers as you kind of get involved into it. So again, that was Attack on Titan. First episode. You definitely want to go watch that one. I think you guys will really enjoy that one. Hook, line, and anime or hook, line, and sync or whatever I want to go with right now i think i'm gonna stick with hook line to anime we're gonna go with that this is one of those shows uh the first two shows obviously are one of those shows every show is one of those but these two are absolutely amazing um especially if you're trying to find a show that you really want to get into something that you want to be hooked to something that has a lot of episodes or seasons um this is a really good show to jump into so with that we're going to take a quick commercial break guys um We'll be right back after the commercial break. I'll finish it up with a couple more shows that have really dope first uh, first episodes. Be right back. All right, guys, and we are back. So before we went to commercial break, we talked about some really dope shows. I decided to go with Hook, Line, and Sinker just because, I mean, I know that it's anime, and you know it's anime. Hook, Line, and Anime. Mm, I'm still going back and forth, but I'm going to say Hook, Line, and Sinker for right now. But anyway, so we're talking about... Um, anime that has a really dope show or really or 
really dope animes that have an amazing first episode that will get you hooked so um again shout out to david love from black uh, otaku black otaku queen anime group on facebook um the first episode or the first show that we talked about was the promised neverland um then we talked about attack on titan right before the commercial break so let's go ahead and jump straight into the third show uh that i'm pretty sure that you'll get hooked on the very first episode so the third show is a show that i've talked about multiple times on here you guys should already know one, what it what it could be just based off of the amount of times I've talked about this show. So Full Metal Alchemist 8.12 um, was the rating. 51 episodes. Um, it originally aired October 4th, 20, 2003 to October 2nd, 2004. So the first episode synopsis for this, again, a really dope show. This one has the two. So you have to remember when you're watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist, there's Full Metal Alchemist and then there's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So you want to make sure which one you're watching. So this is specifically talking about um, Full Metal Alchemist, like the original one. Um, so let's just straight into it. For those of you who don't know about the show itself, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, and then we'll just kind of jump into the first episode. So the synopsis for the show is four years after attempting to resurrect their mother, Edward and Alphonse search for a rumored stone that could amplify their alchemy and restore their broken bodies. So that's the synopsis, very cut, you know, very concise, very, uh, short and sweet. So, um, let's go ahead and jump straight into it. So, uh, the show starts off on an episode where basically um, Edward and Alphonse make their way uh, through a desert town um, to investigate reports of a philosopher's stone. While there, they run into a priest named Father Cornello, who can surprisingly um, and supposedly perform miracles. While at a food stand, a mysterious woman who Ed seems to recognize introduces herself uh, or introduces him as the full metal alchemist, though it causes the town's folk to mistake Al as the state alchemist. Um, and you end up running into this lady um, whose name is Rose. Um, and so essentially what ends up happening, um, Al gets up, they're listening to like a, I guess a radio kind of recording and from Father Cornello. Al goes to get up. He knocks over the speaker that they're listening to. He ends up performing alchemy by drawing a transmutation circle. He uses alchemy. He ends up fixing the radio. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, what you just did is a miracle. There's only one person in the world that's supposed to, you know, be able to do this. And that's, you know, Father Canelo, he can do this. And so the boys kind of look at themselves like, or look at each other like, okay, so he can use alchemy. And everybody in the town is like, no, he's not using alchemy. It's the, it's a miracle that he has, you know, he has this miracle ability that he can use and he can kind of perform which i thought was very interesting considering the fact that this show and this is obviously a little tirade but this show obviously goes against everything if you have a very christian upbringing it's very much of a science um a scientology kind of view of of science over necessarily religion um and so i know that this show kind of ruffles some people's feathers um in some groups um but 
I'm not, I'm not here to to spark that argument. I'm just saying I know that this show you know rubs very closely. You know some people don't like it because of that. But anyway, um, so to to prove that and kind of put my point out there, um, a conversation between Rose and Father Canelo reveals that the priest has promised to resurrect Rose's dead boyfriend Kane as a miracle in return for her hard work um, at the church and everything like that. So they end up uh, Ed and Al attend a miracle gathering where they realize the miracles, quote unquote, are nothing more than alchemy and the priest is ignoring the laws of of um of alchemy wow why did i space on that so um for those of you who haven't watched the show then you'll realize that like the laws of alchemy according to the show is nothing can be given um without something greater than uh, basically given in return so basically you can't you can't like he couldn't like you can't break a small radio and then put together like a big old like entertainment you know stage or something like that you can only put and use what was already provided to you so upon hearing of the presence of the full metal alchemist and wrongly uh, perceiving a threat father canelo authorizes the elrics to be removed the priest is later shown to be take talking to the mysterious woman who claims that the full metal alchemist's presence uh, troubles her but canelo tells her not to worry as there is another way to get rid of the Elrics. Basically he tries to scam them and basically tries to like turn them into this like where they're the ones that are in the wrong and all this stuff or whatever. Like, you know, they're out to, you know, go against, you know, God's will and all this stuff and everything like that. Um and basically he ends up seeing um they end up running into Canelo. Canelo is sitting there. They're fighting and Cray, which is uh one of the followers of Father Canelo Cornello shoots Al with a gun and the suit of armor is received or revealed to be hollow, showing that Al has no body, which Al's terms as his quote unquote punishment for setting foot on holy ground where mortals are forbidden. Um, so Rose believes the Elric brothers to be evil and runs off in a panic, which leads them to Father Cornello. Uh, basically, Edward realizes that the priest has a philosopher's stone and that's why he can perform all these quote unquote miracles but a law but uh, ignores the laws of equivalent exchange they end up talking back and forth the priest then transmutes uh chimera to attack and basically it ends up trying to bite um ed's arm and then tries to bite onto his leg and that was when cornello like kind of was like oh what happened to your arm and your leg did you end up losing those you know trying to perform you know some kind of taboo you know thing and it's like yeah rose like this is exactly what happens when you try to you know um you know setting foot on that holy that holy ground where we're forbidden he was like we tried to basically transmute our mom back and you know this is what happens. This is the price we had to pay for. So Cornello telling you that you were going to get your boyfriend back has all been a lie. Basically, she's still crying and still hilarious because she's like, no, there's no way, which makes sense because, you know, Father Cornello. So it makes sense why these strangers coming in here and saying this would kind of make her upset. So as the fight drags on, it's revealed that Ed's right arm and his left arm are mechanical as it helps him survive the attacks on those areas by the Chimera and the giant bird that um, Cornello ends up using or transmuting um ed ends up taking them both down fairly quickly and the uh the priest guessed correctly again that they attempted human transmutation um hence their appearance and also recognizes ed as the um, full metal alchemist so there you go case case in point really dope show um it's again it's I, I say case in point because again it a lot of this is rubbing very close to religion and spirituality and things like that so i know sometimes it doesn't necessarily make people very 
um, excited about that or like, you know, like some people are like, oh, that's kind of blasphemous or whatever. I get it, but it's a really dope show. I suggest that you sit down and watch this. This is one of those shows I've talked about it a lot. I really love this show. I love the character development. I love the animation. For this show to be like a 2000s show, um, what did I say, 2000, yeah, 2003. For it to be an early 2000s show, the graphics are still pretty good. It holds up to the test of time. The plot is really good. The music is really good. The antagonists are really good. Um, the homunculi, they're really good. Father, oh my goodness, don't even get me started on Father slash Hohenheim. All those guys, like all of these characters are really dope. Again, dope plot line, really good uh, relationship building, really good character uh, uh, development. Also, they have that sneaky kind of underlying love story, which if you've heard on my shows before. I've talked about that. I'm not going to go into detail here because we're just talking about the first episode, but it's definitely worth the watch. So let's go ahead and move on to the fourth show on this list. So the fourth show is more of a modern show. Um, so it's going to be Demon Slayer. So Demon Slayer 8.55, uh, 26 episodes in the first season. It originally aired April 6, 2019 to September 28th, 2019. So the first episode summary for this one. Again, this is one of those shows that is really taking off. It's really grabbing people, you know, uh, from the very beginning just kind of like attack on titan really good um yeah so so good um so the synopsis again about this show just kind of leading you into it before we get into the first episode so um in this show the synopsis tanjiro is living a modest but blissful life in the mountains with his family one day when he returns from selling uh, charcoal in town he finds the remains of his slaughtered family in pools of blood after a demon attack Tanjiro rushes down the snowy mountain with the sole survivor his sister Nezuko on his back but on the way Nezuko suddenly snarls turning on Tanjiro so essentially what ends up happening in this show or in this first episode is we get to see the fact that unfortunately um unfortunately uh, Tanjiro's family ends up getting slaughtered. He's a happy-go-lucky kind of kid at the very beginning. Like, when you first see him, he's kind of like, uh, you know, life is what it is. I'm okay with it. It is what it is. I'm just going to go sell this charcoal. Gets down there, tries to sell the charcoal. There's a storm or something like that. And they're like, well, no, it's not safe for you to go up into the mountains, you know, especially with the snow and with everything that's going on. You should just stay here the night. So he stays the night, and he ends up going back up there in the morning. When he goes back up there, again, he sees pretty much everybody in his house house dead all of them slain the only one that's there is um his sister nezuko which who doesn't love nezuko um but uh he ends up carrying her across the snowy mountain and help and uh for help in the town having felt that her body is the only one still warm um as he tries to go down there um he ends up basically looking up and his sister is kind of like i don't know she starts like twitching and almost like i wouldn't say like an exorcist but like she just kind of i don't know she's like moving like kind of erratically and things like that so um when she at when he basically asks is she able to walk on her own she instead attempts to she uh, instead attempts to attack him forcing him to put um his hatchet's handle in her mouth to prevent getting bit um as they're sitting there you know kind of going through this basically um 
Tanjiro begs for her to hold back and not be a demon because he's realizing that she's kind of turning into a demon. Hearing his words, Nezuko begins to cry and ceases her attack on her brother. Um, so at this point, we end up seeing a swordsman that comes in and ends up attacking Tanjiro and Nezuko. Tanjiro insists that uh, she does eat humans. Basically, this guy identifies himself as a demon slayer. He's he smelled the scent of a demon. He was heading up there to figure out what was going on. And he ends up smelling obviously Nezuko because she's kind of turning into a demon so as this is happening he ends up attacking Tanjiro in the sense that she doesn't eat humans but the demon slayer refuses to believe him since he tried to devour him not long ago he promises to return Nezuko back into a human but is told that becoming one is irreversible so at this point um, Tanjiro is like hey I'm gonna turn her back and the guy's like nah that's not possible the only way to uh, the only way to take care of this is to uh, basically cut off her neck um and so basically they end up going back and forth and they're kind of fighting nezuko's attacking the swordsman tanjiro's kind of somewhat i don't know what you would say he's kind of like trying to fight him and then he gets knocked unconscious um so then nezuko starts to kind of defend her brother so you can tell that he's kind of you know she's understanding kind of what's going on um but when tanjiro goes unconscious instead of killing him nezuko stands in front of her brother ready to protect him the slayer recalls tanjiro's words that nezuko would never harm humans and quickly believes them he remembers that people in the past have said the same about their recently turned siblings as well only to end up devoured for their nutritional value so basically nezuko attempts to kill the man to protect tanjiro um he realizes she is wounded and spending energy to both heal her wound and fight him while fighting against eating her brother as food um so Tanjiro basically lays in the snow he's visited by visions of his deceased family his mother apologizes for leaving him and asks that he take care of Nezuko and that's basically what happens um the demon slayer instructs him to find an old man um who lives at the foot of the mountain telling him that um that Gyo had sent him Gyo warns not to let Nezuko get exposed to sunlight before disappearing or before disappearing um after burying burying his family in the front yard of their house Tanjiro takes Nezuko's hand and together they leave their home and make their way to the mountain I know I kind of butchered through that a little bit but um there was just a lot and I just I just felt like you need to know all that I mean you know to know a lot of but not everything but anyway go back and watch the show like I said it's a really good show essentially what ends up happening I can sum it up right now. Essentially, what ends up happening, everything that I said to say this, Tanjiro ends up going to go sell some charcoal. He's trying to make money. He goes down, gets snowed in, comes back. Everybody's dead except for his sister. His sister is turned into or turning into a demon. The sister tries to attack him. He basically says, You're better than this. Don't do it. She cries. She's hungry. He's like, Okay. We'll figure this out. Guy shows up, tries to beat up Tanjiro, knocks Tanjiro unconscious. She tries to defend him. At the same time, the the swordsman is basically like, you know what? Okay, I see that this is for real. Maybe there is a chance that we could, that you know we can save her or something. Go find this guy who lives at the bottom of this mountain and see if you can uh, see if we can if we can help you out here. See if they can help. That's basically what happens. The show's really good. Again, this is one of those shows. I, obviously, I wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't a good show. Well, I mean, there are shows that I talk about that aren't good shows. But this is a really good show. And, um, again, the animation for this one is, is absolutely fantastic. I love the breathing techniques uh, that you end up seeing in this show. I think they did a really good job with the animation here. Um, 
the storyline is really good. Nezuko is absolutely adorable. Gotta love her. Um, I'm not sexualizing her or saying it like that or anything like that for those weirdos out there. I'm just saying she's absolutely adorable with the different forms and things like that that she can take, um, except for her grown-up form, because then she just looks like a beast. She is just a bamf, for real. Um, but, yeah. Um, and... You know, it's a really good show. Again, good plot twist. You get to see some really interesting um, demons. You get to see some really interesting sword play um, and different techniques, different breathing styles and things like that. It's a good show. I think the show absolutely love it. I'll be talking about another character from this show at some point very soon. And um, I, I, I'm, uh, I can't wait for you guys to kind of hear about it because this is a really good, really good, really good show um, with a lot of content to kind of talk about. So go out watch this one as well and the last one bringing it up if you thought that you figured out my other show was going to be full Metal alchemist because i talk about it all the time then i guarantee you, you can figure out what my last show is going to be so number five in no particular order is you you hawk show come on now you know i had to put it in here um a rating of an 8.45 number of episodes 112 it originally aired october 10th 1992 to January 7th 1995 so the first episode of this show um, is called surprised to be dead and I guess I didn't say with the first episode of the uh, the uh, the the uh, Demon Slayer episode was but it's called cruelty is the first episode of Demon Slayer um, but the first episode of Yu Yu show is called surprised to be dead the synopsis is a 14 year old narcissistic street fighting slacker Yusuke Urameshi dies an unlikely hero after he is hit by a car after saving a young child who was playing with a ball in the street he soon learns that the child would have lived anyway and that the spirit world was not expecting him to die for this reason, he is then offered the chance to be revived by the mysterious Botan, guardian of the River of Sticks. At first, Yusuke initially refuses the proposal, or the proposal, but ultimately accepts after seeing the people he thought did not care for him, including his childhood friend Keiko, um, his mother Atsuko, and his rival um, Kuwabara grieving for him at his wake. There you go. Short, sweet, to the point. So, this show is, again, another really dope show. I will never, ever not talk about Yu Yu Show. It is definitely, by hand, hands down, my very, first, my very favorite anime. I've decided that unanimously. It's my number one. Cowboy Bebop is still number two. But it's definitely my number one um, anime uh, pretty much on my list I am currently rewatching this again. I'm in the dark tournament, and if you've watched the show or you've you know heard anything that I've talked about about this show, you will know this is one of the, like this is the build up. Like I'm literally at the the main meat and potatoes of the show. Um, I'm I always go back and watch it. This is probably like my I don't know fourth fifth time watching it. I just put it on in the background and just let it kind of play. But um, anytime we get to the dark turn, the dark tournament, I always pay attention to the whole tournament. Um, you get some really dope fight scenes. You get some really interesting characters, some really amazing abilities. Again, really good animation, especially for it being such an older show. Um, you get you get closure. You get well closure to a certain degree. Um, you get some really good fights. Um, again, some rivalries, some unlikely heroes, some antagonists that pop up that are super duper strong, some protagonists who have to get super duper stronger, different abilities, different techniques. Again, um, really, really good, a really good plot line. 
I love a good love, uh, you know, love story. The intro is really good. Um, I don't know. It's just good. You get to see Kawenma. I mean, in what show do you get to see a show that has a baby who is basically like the one of the, I don't know, one of the most important people in the whole show uh, with a pacifier in his mouth? Come on now. That rarely happens. You should watch it alone just for that. Um, but uh, But, yeah. Go watch this show. It's a really good show. I've been telling you for years. If you haven't gone, if you haven't sat down to watch you, you hawk show. I don't know what you're doing with your life. I need you to do better. Um, but uh, but on a serious note, go in and go watch this show because it's really really good. Um, I know, like I said, it's an older show. I think it's the oldest show that's on this list, 1992. But I don't care about that. Go back, watch it. It's in English, too, for those of you who are like, oh, I don't want to hear. And this is one of those shows, and I'm sorry, this is a quick side note, and I'm going to let you guys go. This is one of those shows. I only like the dub version. I only watch the English dub version. Well, I didn't only watch the English dub version. I only watch it, though, because I love the characters. Like, Kua Bar's voice, Yusuke's voice, Genkai's voice, all the voice actors that they did for the English dub are 100% chef kiss absolutely beautiful they all fit the character and I cannot watch the Japanese version because of the fact that their voices are just so weird maybe if I had watched that first I would probably be a little bit more like you know biased towards that one but not even no not even English dub all the way on this show that's just my two cents so that's it that's it i just wanted to make sure that i gave you that i gave you that and that i let you know that if you're going to watch the show you can watch it in japanese you know what i'm saying you can try that first but you need to go back in and watch it um in english dub so that is it guys thank you everybody for sticking around and supporting the show again today's episode like i said was hook line and sinker that's what i'm gonna go with it's just simple it rolls off the tongue and it's something that people can kind of relate to so we talked about some first episodes for some of these amazing shows that will get you hooked. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Shout out to David Love from Black Otaku Queen Anime Group on Facebook. We talked about uh, The Promised Neverland. We talked about Attack on Titan. We talked about Full Metal Alchemist. We talked about Demon Slayer. And then, of course, we rounded it out with Yu Yu Show. These are in no particular order. But basically just talked about some uh, some of their first episodes that will definitely get you hooked. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. That's AnimeTalk, the numbers one and two. Make sure that you follow me. Make sure that you drop me a line if you follow me. Make sure you let me know what you think about the show, how you feel about the show. Thank you for coming back for, like I said, season five, guys. I got some really dope content. Continue to stick around with your boy. Um, give me some suggestions if you guys want to listen. I've got some I've got some blanks in my schedule where i'm like some you know user episodes or something like that or viewer episodes so if you want to hear something or you want to hear me talk about something or you want me to watch a show and give a whole review on it i have absolutely no problem doing that reach out to me on those social media handles and i'll make that happen if you want a sticker reach out to me on those social media handles as well again that's anime talk 12 um again this is matt st jack with anime talk guys i'm ready and excited hope you guys are good hope that you continue to be the light in this world full of darkness and remember you are awesome this is matt st jack with anime talk peace